show, I shot my mouth off without even realizing that I had walked into a food truck slash restaurant situation within 20 minutes of them closing. So I guess I'm the bad guy for expecting a hot cup of coffee. It's just, when does that window close? So, I would like to make today's It's Okay, Not Okay. Is it okay to go into a restaurant right up until their closing time? We both worked in restaurants. Yes, yes, extensively. We both know what it feels like when you're ready to skate out the door as soon as 2 2 a.m. rolls around because that's your closing time. And then some family of dildos comes in at 1.50 and you got to stay open for them. But let's forget for a moment that we worked in restaurants. Oh, that's that's hard to do. I know. But let's forget that. If your posted closing time is 11 p.m., then you're open until 11 p.m., aren't you? Well, I mean, I just, you're saying forget that you worked at a restaurant, but it, it's impossible to do. It's it's in, it's embedded in, in your DNA, and it, it just is different in a restaurant. I would say in any other walk of life, in any other business or establishment, the hours are the hours. I just don't think, but then again, I also think it depends on a, on a few different things. It depends on what's going on. Because if I walk into a restaurant and there's 15 minutes to close and it and they're packed, which sometimes restaurants are, oh, yeah. I wouldn't, you know, I feel less bad and maybe I would be more apt to sit down. Sure. If I walk into a restaurant and there's 20, 30 minutes to close and I'm the last person in there, the only soul, I'll probably leave. Me too. Uh, our recent example, we were walking through downtown uh, St. Pete after a great show uh, by Serenation at Janice Live, and we uh, we go to Tony's Pizza. Suppose it's 11.55 and Tony's Pizza closes at midnight. I, I think we'd probably still go in there for a slice. Is that just based on the level of inebriation, or is that just based on we needed food in that moment and we were going to do whatever we needed to do to get it? Yeah, all of the above. Okay, because that's that's a very unique situation where I'll be honest, I'm not in the best frame of mind when it comes to thinking about others. Right. I, I'm just thinking about that pizza, and we had walked a few blocks to get it, so I mean, there's a lot of different variables at, at, at play there, but nine out of ten times, I will I'll steer steer clear, and even more so. At fast food places, right. because, and I, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. I just can't see what's going on back there, and I think they they may be Ball more apt to, you know, yes, uh, you know, throw some sprouts on top of my uh, my Whopper, some organic sprouts. Yeah, you mean pubic hair? Uh, pubes here. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. What's up, Brennan? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, thanks, guys. How are you? Thank you, buddy. Uh, we're really good. Thank you. How about you? Um, pretty good. I, uh, quit working about two hours ago so I could sit down and listen to you guys. Hey, All listen, right. I'm working in the restaurant business myself and it depends. Like you said, if you go somewhere and they're not closing for another 15 or 20 minutes and all you want is a cup of coffee, come on, man, give the guy a cup of coffee, you know? Uh, but like you don't take your whole family to a 
full-on chilies when they close at 11, the kitchen closes at 11 and expect to be served. Now, then there's the other side. Am I the restaurant owner? Do I appreciate you being there? Of course. I stay open and let you, I stay open and let you eat. That's me as a restaurant owner. Well, yeah, and, and like, what's the cutoff? Is it 30 minutes? Is it 15 minutes? Is it five minutes? Because if your posted closing time is 11 p.m., I think I should have the reasonable expectation, if I'm completely ignorant, that I, I, I walk into the place at 1045 yeah. and I can get a meal. Yeah, but right. If the kitchen is open till eleven, that's how late the kitchen is open. So yeah. they should still be cooking until ten fifty nine. You know. Yeah, and if you so. tell me, well, my staff was hoping to get out of here early. Well, tough noogies for your staff. Now they got to stay and they got to freaking cook my food. Well, it, it is interesting to kind of allow Thank yourself you. to think about who holds these opinions and who really clings to them. Because I, I would venture to think. If you're a business owner and you're all about making money and giving good service, restaurant owners probably don't love this mentality amongst their their wait staff or oh, their no. bar staff. They would they would want you to be just as good at the start of your shift as the final seconds of your shift. So it really is servers and I and I knew this when I was a server and once I worked in the kitchen and became a manager one of the most entitled bases oh of God. any workforce ever. Something no about servers, they just want it exactly their way, and if anything goes outside of that you know, framework, they will be very upset. So it, it, it is a little bit that servers just are, are high maintenance. No question. The highest maintenance. We used to get in trouble when I was a restaurant manager at Sunset Grill in Winter Park, Florida, because we closed at 10, but at 9.30, I'd lock the doors. Like, I, I had... I didn't want to be there all night, so I'd close everybody out, lock the doors at 930, yeah. and if somebody came up, if you opened yeah. that door, you were going to get a ration of you-know-what from me. I do remember it being a thing that we would try to talk the manager into just – because what – especially those nights when – and they happen a lot of times at, at you know casual places yeah. in on the weekday – that last hour is a dead zone. Like you're you're waiting there. You've gone down to closers. You've got maybe one server on the floor, one bartender. The kitchen has been closing for an hour. So when you when you just break through that wall and you now have taken everybody walking out the door at ten to everybody walking out the door at eleven plus, that that can be hard to handle. But I can also appreciate that's that's not really anybody else's problem but ours. So as a restaurant manager, I would do one of these. If they tried to walk in at like 9 4 I'd go, hey, folks, listen, I would love to serve you. <laughs> and if you insist upon it, I'll seat you and we'll get you a meal. But, you know, my staff has been working real hard tonight. We haven't had a table in the last two hours. And I don't think you'd get the best experience here that you could possibly oh, get. Oh, wow. Here's a couple of appetizer cards. If you'd like to come back sometime, your appetizers oh. are on me. And I'd love to treat you to what our restaurant can really do. Oh, wow. Do. That's a good schmooze. A That's a good day. schmooze right there. Then they'd call the owner in the morning. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it, it feels great in the yeah. way you even had me sold. Yeah. But but a general manager finds out about oh, that? can Bad day. Canned in a minute. What's up, Sarah? Hey, Drew. Hey, John. Hey, girl. Hi. No, it's absolutely okay. I'm a waitress. I have been for 20 years, and my first customer is just as important as my last customer. I'm going to be there cleaning up for 30 minutes anyways, at least. So, I like your you attitude. know, my kitchen closes in five minutes. Let's get your order in so them boys can go home. Watch the language. Let's watch, let's, watch, let's watch the language. Uh, what type of excuse restaurant? Me. It's okay. What type of restaurant do you? I, 
A family restaurant. I, I work for Popey's Place. I've called you many oh, times. Oh, yeah. I sure. Popey. I love that place. Absolutely. Good stuff. Thank you very much. Sorry you swore. Well, that's... Uh, is it weird? Now, now, I'm almost going to say something that's going to go against your experience this morning. Yeah. It feels like that would be more of a late night thing than a breakfast place. Because Popey's does breakfast and maybe some lunch. So. Right. I would say I may be going back on the situation with the food truck because with a breakfast spot, it's the middle of the day. Right. Like you were in, it's not like you stopped anybody from going home to their family. Uh-uh. You maybe stopped somebody from going home 15 minutes earlier in the middle of the day. Right. So I don't know that the same rules apply to midday breakfast closings as late night bar slash restaurant closings. I would just appreciate it if the guy had said, yes, I do have coffee, but that coffee's been sitting there for a while and yeah. we're about to yeah. close up. I don't feel good about serving yeah. you coffee. Sp- you know, yeah. Here's two free coffee cards uh, that you can take with you, and we'd love to give you proper coffee uh, oh. on, on the right day. Oh yeah, that that I'd like. Learn from the best. Thanks, man. What's up, Ashley? Hi there. How are you guys doing? Very well, thank you. It's delightful to hear it from uh, you. What can we do for you? So, well, I actually used to work at a coffee shop, and even when we had the door closed, we're just cleaning up back there. If the machine's not been cleaned yet, oh. we would go and unlock the door and let people in to grab a cup because it was a small business. We'd rather get the sales higher. So that's my take on it. If it's definitely coffee, I mean, if it's a sit-down restaurant, give the kitchen half an hour. Right. If you're walking in any later than half an hour, then you're kind of being a butthead. But coffee shop, you're just grabbing a cup. No, definitely, like, we're letting people in. We're getting the sales up. All right, let me ask you this, Ashley. Uh, this is something that happened this morning, and you maybe didn't hear it. it was at the beginning of the show. So I, I read uh, this food truck review on Yelp, five stars, looks like a phenomenal breakfast sandwich place. I had a I had to fast. That's very important here. I had to fast last night because of a procedure. I, I did not eat all morning. I was a bit hangry. And when I walked up, I heard talk radio but it wasn't like Roger and JP on this station. It was a Bill Burr podcast. And in this podcast, he's using not just the F word, but the C-bomb. See you next Tuesday. And, uh, okay. you know, right. Like, I don't get offended. But, like, mm-hmm. in a in a transactional relationship where I'm going to spend money at your place, I find that a bit off-putting. It feels like you're offended. Maybe I am. Yeah. Maybe maybe like uh, maybe it's okay to own the yeah, fact yeah. that I'm not necessarily offended as much as I was put off. Well, there's something for that moment where you're hearing those words in a place that you would never hear those words. Uh, it, it, at the very least, it's shocking. Right. Shocking. That's a good way to put it. it what do you think yeah, about you're, that? You're recognizing that this is a place that people are now reading a review on. They're right. going to be going and exploring and you know it sounds like you know excellent it's a family spot they're breakfast so you're not expecting a late night crowd right um yeah i definitely would be a little off put you know on that definitely all right <laughs> i mean i use terms like butthead and yeah oh yeah no me too to- <laughs> and i use every word under the sun but not that word and and not in a not yeah. in a place of business all right thank you no further questions i appreciate your call no. Thank you. Bye. You and it's and it's not an excuse, but I, I, in defense of these gentlemen, would like to say I think that the podcast 
was also in direct correlation to the fact that they were closing. Like, I think right. if you went there during their primetime rush this morning, I don't think they had the Bill Burr. Maybe they had, you know, some music going, whatever. And then after not having an order for a while, and he was like, hey, dude, can I put on the Bill Burr podcast while we close up, brother? How'd you know what he sounded like? Yeah. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Hey, John, welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, bud? Uh, being that I worked in that industry and appreciate, you know, the, the the industry and respect, like the tips and stuff like that, you sign up for that that type of time frame. So my my approach was, hey, you're you're expected to work during that time, and uh, I got better treatment the more that I, you know, withheld the last minute come in and order some food, but we tried to restrict the restrict the menu to something quick. Yeah, um, we would do that you know. at Fridays. Like uh, between, like after midnight, you were you had a limited menu, your late night menu that you'd shift to. But even that is a pain in the dick when you're, uh, you know, you got uh, you got some family of six walking in at one fifty, thinking they can get their fried mots. Yeah, and I had a good training video, uh, the movie Waiting. So I made sure I uh, did, oh, my, yeah. did my stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a good and, documentary. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ryan Reynolds is very Ryan Reynoldsy in that. So, in in out of all the positions in the restaurant, because honestly, from a service perspective, if you're closed up, you can get stuck there as long as the person is there, just because you've got to maybe finish off that table or whatever. But, but the real, real rage comes from the kitchen because if oh. you if you've cleaned your whole grill oh. or whatever it may be, and then you've got people coming in ordering God knows what, you probably are almost back to square one. I, I remember. Remember that the, the kitchen guys would always say, you know, try to steer them towards something fried because you know you can drop anything in the oh, fryer yeah. uh, that late at night. But it was really the grill being, uh, you know, a, a mess was was the big concern. I always got along real like my relationship with the kitchen guys is kind of my same relationship with the engineers here. We need them. But that doesn't overcompensate for the fact that they can be dicks. Yeah. And they secretly hate us. Right. <laughs> they secretly hate us because we stand between them and peace and harmony. Yeah. We're always coming at them with something that's going to be a pain in their ass. So when the kitchen guys would bitch because you'd ring in an order uh, at like one forty, I'd go back there and I go, "Sorry, I'm trying to take care of the customer." Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, write me up because I want to get this place more business. But then the next time you have a shift meal, ball mopped. Yeah, and I ate it up hungrily. Yeah. What's up, Joe? Okay or not okay to go into a restaurant right up until the moment where they say they close? I think it's okay if you go in with with the right attitude. You know, poke your head in the door, kind of kind of get someone's attention, let yeah. them know. You know, hey, you know, I got a I got a party at four six here. Uh, you know, I know it's late. I want to see what you guys are up to. And you know, nine times out of ten, you'll you'll get welcomed. You know, and then, you know they may say, hey, yeah, you know, we're shutting down, but. I think if you go, it's the ones that walk in like you own the place two minutes before they're going to close and you're going to sit down, you want the menu, you want, you know, you're going to order everything, you know, and, and you got six people you're going to talk John all night. You're going to camp. I, I think, I think that can be, it depends on the person because it can go both ways. You acknowledging that, you know, it's bad. It, they go, well, if you know, this isn't right, then what the F are you doing here? Right. But I think there is another type of person that if you can have that human connection and say, if it's been, you know, 
some sort of scenario. Oh, my goodness. I wouldn't normally do this, but we've been traveling all night, <laughs> yeah. and I know you close in 15 minutes, but we're just looking to get a quick bite, of e- bite to eat. Maybe that honesty makes everything a little better. Or it could make it worse because, like, even acknowledging it, they're not going to say no. They're not able to say no. So they're like, oh, no, you're you're good. Come on in. Yeah, and that's I, when I'll you end up eating their the genitalia. kitchen guy perspective, you know. And oh, I'll, yeah. You know throw some industry terms around, you know, let them know that, you know, hey, if you guys can do anything, I'm into it. But I also understand 100%. And if you're a good kitchen guy, you can clean that kitchen while still being able to cook anything on that menu. That's a really good point. way around it. That's a really good point. You're coming in there just like, I don't mean to 86 everyone's party in here, but I don't know if the BOH has done their side work yet, but I just looking for a quick meal, no hard feelings. Maybe you could put us at that four top right there and then give the kitchen a cover count and then tell the BOH guys, that their side work's just going to have to wait. Man, how, I know the lingo. How intense was the, uh, we we always called it a menu count, but how intense was that in restaurants you worked in? Because that was the most consistent arguing point between the kitchen and front of house was that the host was supposed to, and even the servers were supposed to give the kitchen menu counts. It oh, just yeah. never did. How many so, menus down? All, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden the kitchen starts getting in, a, in the weeds and they're, can I get an effing menu count? Why did you give me an menu count? 20 down. Yeah. 20 down, 10, 10 yeah. orders in. Or, or you give them a menu count of like eight menus and then they in get 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> you just told me six menus. I'm glad that didn't just happen yeah. at restaurants that I worked at. Times. What's up, Chris? Uh, yes. Um, I worked in a fine dining Italian restaurant and we closed at 10. Right. And I always wanted to be a closer because the people who came in at 10 of 10 were the ones who tipped the best. So I ended up making a ton of extra money. Well, that's good. Yeah, so it's great really when it works out that way. Very empty when it doesn't, when you wait around for them and they end up stiffing you or leaving you like a 10% tip. That sucks. Right. It depends on what type of restaurant you work at. What was but the uh, what was the specialty of the house uh, or della casa at the Italian restaurant that you worked at? Uh, lobster fra diablo. Oh, my fave! My grandma Virginia, my dad's mom, used to make lobster fra diablo. Big old piece of lobster oh, yeah. on top of spicy spaghetti. Yeah, and that prick Tommy yeah. used to always take the lobster bone right off the top. Okay, that's Peter. Uh, oh. But uh, but no, he didn't. We never. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, What was the name of this Italian place? It was called Bruno's. It was on St. Pete Beach. It's no longer there. He's passed away. It was just an individual. I wonder who's got the best lobster Fra Diablo or any kind of Fra Diablo in the Tampa Bay area. Thank you for that. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the Fra Diablo. I wonder if Donatello's has a nice Fra Diablo. Ooh, that's so good. Like a a seafood Fra Diablo, too, not just lobster, but you get like Uh. a... Little mussels. Oh, dude, that's like my that's my favorite thing in the world, and it's so hard to find because it's that that seafood player you're talking about with the mussels, yeah. like the shrimp, oh. the linguica. Sometimes. Oh yeah, I, I got That's something I got to expose myself to more because I love going out for mussels and clams and all those fun seafood uh, stuff, but I don't ever find myself wanting it when it's all in like a sauce of a meal, like a chipino. Yeah, chipino. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. I, I'm gonna, I'm, that's my. That's going to be my uh, halfway through 2021 resolution. Find more Chiapino? Find more seafood uh, dishes. All right. W- that have multiple types of seafood in it. That's very good. Thank you. 727-579-1025. I ordered the Chiapinas at a place one time, <laughs> and uh, I said, Does, shouldn't this say Chiapino? And he said, no. No, it shouldn't. What's up, Jason? 
Hey, uh, I do not think it's okay. Not to okay to up, go into uh, a restaurant. All right, tell me why. So. Within 30? Oh, yeah. 30. 30 minutes. I mean, me personally, I feel I start feeling a little guilty, and I'll try to steer clear of anything that's closing within 30 minutes yeah. or so. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, um, like 25 minutes, and you're really super hungry, and the place can get the food out pretty quickly? Yeah, uh, it certainly depends on the type of type of restaurant, I, I would suppose. Um, I also think it's interesting. The, my question would be, why is the, the kitchen staff getting so upset that they're cleaning when the restaurant is still clearly open and the uh, yeah. uh, possibility of people coming in? Uh, they, just because they want to get the hell out of there. They've been sweating it all night, and they got to deal with servers, and they're generally unhappy anyway. Well, especially if you're not doing anything. That's why what's uh, going on in the restaurant yeah. matters. Because if you have been sitting yeah. there for 30 or 45 minutes with one ticket or no tickets, you know, I don't know if you've heard the saying, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean, right. you might as well get going on your closing work. So what else are you going to do? Just sit there until it's that time and then start trying to get out of there? He's got a point. No, you do have a point. It's just a, it's just a funny mindset. It is. It is. Oh yeah. That, and being removed from it, we power. can we can look back on it with a little less judgment. You know, a little less passion. Yeah, because at the time, if we were in the thralls of oh. of of the service industry, this wouldn't be a debate. No. I, I would be saying that you are scum of the earth. Possibly, you should be locked up in Guantanamo Bay. I'd be Ed Till style. You deserve to burn in hell if you walk into a restaurant fifteen minutes before they close. You deserve every type of disease and famine and for your mom to be gang-raped oh, oh, in front of oh, you geez. and for your father to be sodomized oh. with a thorny umbrella if you walk into a restaurant 15 minutes before posted closing time. This is Ed Till. Oh, wow. Let's come back and talk about little Steven. You know little Steven? Uh, Who's Sylvia on The Sopranos? No, my uh, my best impression. My, hey T. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, is well, he dead? No, uh, but he did have a temporary addiction that he's coming clean about, and it's not booze, and it's not drugs. It's something that I enjoy myself. Hmm. I wouldn't say I'm addicted. It's Drew Garabo live on one hundred two point five The Bone.